Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. I'm broadcasting today, live, from one of Southern California's signature theme parks. Uh, my, my, um, my attorney has, um, has cautioned me not to mention the name of the theme park. But l let's just say that the, 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 the theme park's name rhymes with Frisbee Gland. Yeah, Frisbee Gland. I'm here at Frisbee Gland. Now, now, that pretty much rolls off the tongue. I think that's a pretty good name for a park. I don't know. Or maybe some sport they play in Sunnyvale or something like that. Well, here I am, live at Frisbee Gland. Yeah, can you hear that? Yeah, that's your typical day in Frisbee Land. Oh, uh, Gland, sorry. Anyway, you may be wondering why I decided to risk this, these legal ramifications and record my podcast here in Frisbee Gland. And I must confess, <laughs> I've been wondering the same thing. Was it really necessary for me to come out here and, 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 and brave the traffic and the crowds just so I could understand something? See, I, I wanted to understand something. I, I, I wanted to understand. I wanted to enter the belly of the beast and to understand why this type of tacky, treacly, anti-aesthetic intellectual sewage has such a strong purchase on our imagination. And I, I use the word our deliberately. I include us, we, the artists, within this, this sweeping indictment. I mean, have you noticed lately that our most successful artists these days trade not in the sticky theoretical mosh pits of postmodernist theory, no, nor are they particularly concerned with the, the strident Hegelian reductionism of, say, the minimalist. No, 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 no. They're, they're not even playful like the situationalists. No, today's hottest art stars are those who openly celebrate the giddy confections of popular culture. And that's why I'm here at Frisbee Gland, because I'm trying to understand artists like, 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 uh, like Gedalia Stevenson, for example. Gedalia Stevenson, the guy who, who makes bird cages out of ice and, uh, I, you know, he, uh, he, who's the one that paints those photorealistic portraits of hockey players using only the anger emoji? Um, oh, yes, Heidi Zima Smits. She's good. She's very good, very skilled. And who else? Who else am I thinking of here? Um, how about Imbayo Rosenthal, the guy from Newark who got the commission to paint the funereal portraits of Chelsea Clinton's dogs? That guy? I want to understand someone like 
Curado Malaspina, he's very big now. And, and, and not only in France, and not only for that smutty sex stuff. No, no, he's been getting a lot of press internationally these days for those karaoke videos he did in, in that St. Petersburg soccer hooligan bar. I know you have to see them, they're great. And you know who else is really big now? Um, this guy's on fire, actually. David McDonald, yeah. McDonald, he's, he's a absolutely amazing with those edible marzipan sculptures that look like hats. You know, he makes those things with a, with a vintage 3D printer. The, the, the dude simply rules Instagram. You should, you should check out his feet, he's terrific. Anyway, all of these artists have been able to tap into something very profound in our collective cultural moment. What they all have in common is their uncanny ability to make high art out of pure rubbish. I, 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 I admire them. I admire their cheekiness, the, the, the sheer flagrant chutzpah of their conceit. Chutzpah. What's that? Chutzpah. What? Chutzpah. Sorry. Chutzpah. There. Thank you. Anyway, that's what brought me here to di I mean, Frisbee gland. That's what brought me to Frisbee gland. Research. I came to do some research. I wanted to see firsthand regular people enjoying uncomplicated, regular pleasures. I wanted to figure out where and how the grand project of modernism failed. If you ever want to understand why art is so marginal to what my mother used to call the real world, go visit a theme park like, like, like this one, or a mall, or, or a cineplex, or a food court, or, or a department store, or a coffee shop, uh, especially that one called, uh, I mean, not, no, 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 Farbucks. Yes. Ay, these lawyers. You know, this is the price of fame, you know. You should always be careful what you wish for. When I was a nobody, nobody, nobody ever cared. Nobody ever cared if I mentioned the name here or there. That was, it was, if I inadvertently infringed upon a trademark, I mean, it was no big deal. Nobody cared. And besides, what did we call it in graduate school? We called it uh, um, uh, pastiche. That's right. Postmodern pastiche, or, or simply the neutral practice of appropriation, or, 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 or was that was that discursive heterogeneity? Oh no, that's that's something else. Anyway, now that I'm a big shot, I gotta be really careful. I got these lawyers, and these lawyers couldn't care less about hyper reality. And when Disney sues you for copyright violation, you can't really wriggle out of it by citing Jean Baudrillard and and Umberto Eco. So, here I am, famous Timmy Black, and I gotta watch my mouth. So I'm standing here in Frontier... Damn. I knew I shouldn't have come here. I mean, I'm standing here in front of Full Beer Plan, waiting for a line that switches back and curls around for what looks like several miles, a line that promises to yield to a distant entrance of an attraction in approximately, what does the sign say? I can barely see it. Oh yes, I'll get to the front in 65 minutes. 
and the attraction is called Big Thunder. I, I mean, Fig Blunder. Oh, forget about it. It's this cheesy train ride. Anyway, all you have to do is just stand in the middle of this lukewarm, undercooked stew of stupid, silly simulations. And, and, and it's clear. It, 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 it's as plain as day. But all the same, but all the same, it is fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch people flock to these odd attractions with an indifference, yet with a dutiful sense of obligation. I mean, there, there, right in front of me, right, right in front of me, I'm looking at a group of people munching on an oversized donut in the shape of a mouse. Yes, a mouse. Now. I don't know about you, but as far as appetizing, a mouse shape wouldn't necessarily be my first choice. Um, oh my God, they're about to bite into the, e ooh, the ears. Ah. You know, I remember something the artist David Schaffman once told me in, in confidence. It was many years ago and he had just seen Chad Florida's notorious show at Gillum Struthers on, on, it was, it was on La Brea here in LA. You know uh, Florida, the one, the one who did all those polyethylene sculptures of baby pandas sitting on the laps of famous game show hosts. <laughs> I still laugh at the one with the panda with the Jeopardy guy. What was his name? Anyway, Schaffman said this, and, and, and his words still ring in my ears like an amber alert. He said, we, we artists, we artists, he said, we artists have clearly overstayed our welcome. That's what he said. He, 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 he compared us to, 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 uh, to, to the nannies that stick around even after the kids get their driver's licenses. We're, 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 we're the book in the age of the, of the bite. We're the guard dog in the age of the comfort pet. In a word, he said, we're obsolete. Well, at least now that we have social media, it's a small world after all. So. I'll be sending you more cries of desperation next time when I plan to broadcast live from the pita chip aisle at Trader Joe's where I typically stumble upon some small insight into the lives of contemporary artists.